0: Welcome to The Fade Route with D and Z. Here are your hosts, D and Z. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of The Fade Route with D and Z. I am Z, and it's about time the pitching showed up in the Yankees-Rays <laughs> series. You know... It's been a slugfest. I was completely wrong about this. San Diego didn't do jack in terms of holding these guys in the ballpark. And frankly, this game has been a palate cleanser. And here he is. I've known this guy since our days on carousel shoes, the last QB in St. John's history, flight crew through and through. What's up, D? How's it going?
1: Hey, man, we got a great show
0: we do have a great show tonight but first things first before we get into the games let's first pay a little respects to not just the late great Bob Gibson who passed away last week and we didn't get a chance to say goodbye to him but also Whitey Ford left us today he was 91 lived a full life great pitcher Hall of Famer world champion and all around you know who would you rather have you know in terms of left-handed pitchers Sandy Koufax Whitey Ford he's got to be up on that list
1: yeah uh, one of the best all time I never apologize for doctoring the ball no (laughs) Uh, but yeah true legend Uh, played on some really strong ganking teams with DiMaggio and Vera and Mantle. I believe, I believe Whitey was Mantle's best friend on the team.
0: Yes. I, uh, yeah, he was actually. And, um, I believe he that said was... the
1: thing they had the most in common was they both love scotch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, That's awesome.
1: Bill, Billy Crystal actually really
0: played that relationship off very well in the movie 61. And, uh, You really got a sense of the fact that that relationship was very real and they had a chance to, you know, really speak to Whitey and get his input on these things, and he will be missed. He will be missed, and not just by Yankee fans, by all of Major League Baseball fans.
1: Definitely. Well, and, uh, so we got Cole versus Glasgow. Yeah.
0: I was very surprised with the length that Cole gave us, actually, especially when he's out there in the first inning and he's fidgeting and he's uncomfortable and he looks like the re- the worst combination of Mike Messina, Roger Clemens, and Jabba Chamberlain.
1: And- man, he's a power pitcher, dude, though. Holy man, he really blows people away. He came out 98-99 on three days rest. I mean, I remember... When they would pitch Pedro on three days rest, he could barely hit ninety-two on those days.
0: That's true. And the what's amazing to me is yeah, the velocity is there, but the pinpoint control and accuracy he's painting the black. Yeah. Honestly, like if Greg Maddox had his had Cole stuff, like he would have been even better. Like it's crazy to me that how he's able to combine not just country hardball, but pinpoint location. It's- no, he's
1: good. He's good. I, I, yeah, I can't take anything away from him. Um, you know, he, he talked a lot of smack after he left Houston, but he's definitely backed it up. I mean, he had some rough patches this year, but he's a gamer, man. He's, he's, he's legit. Um, he's proven he was worth all the money tonight. And his buddy on the other side, pitched on two days rest. He just went through the order once. That seems to be uh, Cash's plan tonight. Uh, he he looked great too. I mean, I think he only walked two guys, but he, he 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 had no problem with the order on two days rest. That's an that's crazy. It's just crazy.
0: Yeah, Peaky Blinders really had a good job today. He really did a good job, and like I was very impressed with both of them. Granted, I throw a lot of shade at Garrett Cole's way, just because. He, I don't like the way he carries himself. I just don't. I, he doesn't, he's not intimidating to me. He looks like he ate bad suz each, you know? He doesn't look like, you know, Roger Clemens was intimidating. Like I, you know, you look at Roger Clemens and you shit your pants. This guy, not really.
1: Well, Roger uh, Clemens throws broken bats at people, you know?
0: Well, yeah. Well, it, it remains to be seen if Garrett Cole will ever do that, but, uh, you know, I mean, so
1: I mean, in your in your opinion, what would you rather have? Would you rather have Cole on three days rest or Glasgow on two days rest? And do you agree with the managers doing this?
0: Well, for Aaron Boone, all bets are off after Game Two because he totally foobarred that game. I think we're
1: both in agreement on that one. Kevin Cash. Well, how do you just not tell the guy? Like, how do you not tell Hap, hey, you know, we're only going to let this guy pitch an inning and then we're going to you. Like, Hap didn't even know.
0: Well, they've been screwing with this guy all year. Like, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's like, dude, if you don't want him, get rid of him.
1: It's like, who am I not paying around here? How do I let me know I'm pitching, damn it?
0: <laughs> this guy here is dead. Cross him off then. Like, I,
1: it's amazing, it's like it's like you're warming up. You're going in. Who me? <laughs> <laughs> I was just me. I was just taking something now. To get. <laughs> right now, the game just started. Right now, is he sick? <laughs> Did he get hurt? What happened to the guy?
0: Right, exactly. And
1: I'm sure that was the first thing he asked when he got back in the into the clubhouse. Yo, you okay? What happened? Did you have to go to the bathroom. Maybe he had to take <laughs> a shit. Maybe that's what it was. He had to take his shit and he couldn't go back out there.
0: <laughs> it could have been, man. You know. It- you definitely at this time of year, you know, who knows, you know, you get a little bit of the flu bug and uh, just a little bit of seasonal diarrhea. I don't know. But,
1: but we also, we also come to that question, you know, is Boone a puppet or is he a putz? He's to me,
0: this call came from the higher ups. I mean, Aaron Boone is the greatest middle management in history. Just like the Cash Man, the, the totally, Cash Man called for this. The Cash Man called for it. Got to be, got to be. It makes no sense whatsoever. It has, from a baseball standpoint, from a numbers and analytics standpoint, it may it, make some semblance of sense when you look and you do a deep dive into the numbers. But
1: in as far as what, as far as them trying to get them to take all their lefties out of the lineup, or yeah,
0: like Aaron Boone's playing chess and. You know, Kevin Cash is playing baseball. Like, it's not even like – I don't know what the hell – I don't know what the hell he's thinking.
1: Well, I know when we spoke about it, you know, after the show, you were saying that you really thought Cash was just trying to set up his – well, he set up his starting rotation for the next series. That's why you think he went with Glasgow now, Yeah. right? Well – But as far as – as far as, you know – What happened in the last game, what happened with Garcia and now going with Cole on three days rest is like, all right. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it came from Cashman. I just I just don't get it. I don't understand. You know, managers have been doing this for years and I just don't understand why they try to outsmart themselves. Like, you know. These are professional baseball players. Just go out and live with the result of the game. You guys got hitters too. You don't know what's going to happen. Precisely. I remember back in the. I remember back in the late nineties. I used to hate it when Bobby Cox would pitch Glavin on three days rest or pitch Man on three days rest. Why? We got Smokes, We got Avery. We got other guys. Like what are we doing? And they never won those games. They always lost by the third or fourth inning. They were exhausted. They couldn't hit the corners. It was it was terrible. I mean, if you
0: look at statistically these numbers these starters coming back on short rests in these games, they're 30 games under 500. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It absolutely doesn't work. The only way it could work is if you do it like Kevin Cash did, where it's just like, okay, you're only going out for two innings, max out, and then we're going to get the rest of the team behind you.
1: Right. We just want you to go through the order once. Right, or exactly. Twice or twice whatever,
0: yeah. So, uh, really, that's the only way it was going to work. And I'm surprised there, re- there hasn't been – you know, kind of a little bit of snarl to this game. Like I texted you before the game, if I'm glass now and glass now is owned by Giancarlo Stanton, four for six with three home runs. And if I'm him, I'm buzzing the tower. Like he's, yeah. he's been way too comfortable in this series. And you know, you gotta, you
1: gotta. And Cole it to did that. Right. Cole did that in the first inning with both, uh, with both hitters on the the rays that have his number, yeah,
0: Troy and Rosarina. Like uh, Rosarena, yeah, he actually clipped he clipped he on hit, the arm. He
1: clipped him, and it was funny because as soon as uh, Troy walked in the batter's walks, he started smiling because he was like, "I guess I'm next." Yeah, <laughs> so because <laughs> yes, I've got a better I've got a better average against him than he does for sure.
0: But the way it's set up, I mean, you had Glass now. Snell was back there, but the good thing about this is it, if the Rays win, they are ready and set up for the Astros in game one because they can just go with Snell. The Yankees are going to go with whom? Davey Garcia?
1: Hap? Yeah. <laughs> and then Hap, but we won't tell Hap.
0: If that's the case, just start chatting. <laughs> don't Chapman.
1: tell him. We're going to put him in. <laughs> Should have got a live ticket.
0: <laughs> Obviously, Taylor's thinking.
1: I don't know what he thinking. <laughs> well... um, But you you, uh, just alluded to what could possibly be the next series, either um, the Astros against the Rays or the Yankees against the the Astros. Now, do you feel like the Astros need to go to the World Series or need to win the World Series to validate their World Series win from a couple years ago? Or do you think they've already accomplished that this year?
0: This is a nightmare scenario for Major League Baseball because not only are they good, the Astros now have something to prove. And yeah. that makes them dangerous. And ultimately, they need to win the whole thing just to validate what happened. Yeah, they need that. I think they need the full validation. And I think they need to go through either the Yankees and if they or do the it, Dodgers. They're be
1: doing, right. And if they're going to do it, they're going to do it without Verlander. And they're going to do it without Cole, which is incredibly hard. And they're going to do it without I think with he's them. hurt, too. Yeah, Granky no. Yeah, Granky won't be there either. Yeah. He's hurt.
0: And He's hurt. The, the, the they're hitting right now. Yeah,
1: they're on fire. So you your Altuves, your Correa, uh your Springers, your Bregmans are fire right now. Yeah. And so if they can keep that going, if they face the Yankees in the next round, it's gonna be over 20 home runs hitting that series. Easily. And probably over five people getting hit.
0: Easily. And honestly, the wild card in all of this is Dusty Baker just from past experience of him with young pitching that has to scare the hell out of Astros fans because he ruined the careers of Kerry Wood and Mark Pryor. so it makes you wonder <laughs> what he's going to do with guys like Valdez but i mean McCullers he's already coming back from an injury he's probably like dude no
1: <laughs> I, I can't do it today i can't i can't go i can't go but you know he's he's a he's a good coach they actually i think they got the right guy for the job um uh, but it's they have a chance. Um, on the other hand, I don't really think they need that to validate. I think as far as they've come, it's still impressive. And unlike you, I think it's a dream matchup for Major League Baseball for the Astros and the Yankees to play, and then potentially the Astros and the Dodgers to play because of all the attention that will be involved. Yeah. I mean, come on, think about it. Like a raised astros uh, that's not going to get the draw the Yankees and the Astros are going to get. And uh, even – Dodgers Yankees would get some buzz, but Dodgers Rays, Braves Rays, no. they're not looking forward to something like that. And to speak about um just, you know, the Astros, you know, doing very well in the last round. Once again, the A's full flat in their face. Moneyball does not even work in the bubble. So I don't know where they go from here. It's gonna be the same. It seems like it's gonna be the same thing every year with them. They're never gonna win the last game of the season. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, is that you need eventually to pepper in some free agents with guys that, you know, you have grown from, you know, the, from the earth, from your roots. And unfortunately that's not Billy beans MO and that's not financially feasible.
1: It's not, it's just not financially feasible, but I don't know what the formula is for baseball right so the formula for football is you got to try to win your super bowl while your quarterback is on a rookie deal right you want to try to win while your quarterback arguably probably one of the top five players in your team is playing on his rookie contract you know that's how you can uh, form a nucleus around him with higher place higher priced players and then when his contract comes up you keep you weed out the guys that you need and you replace them with guys that are valuable players but not as necessarily good as your quarterback. But I don't know what the formula is for baseball. It's, there's such a a different temperament there. There's such a different um, team makeup there. And, you know, I thought a couple of years ago Billy Bean was getting close to figuring that out, but clearly he's not.
0: I don't know. It's, you know, he tried to do it with Hudson Mulder and Zito. It didn't work. He tried to do, and a- they had the
1: MVP to hot on that team. Like they
0: had a good team. They had Chavez. They had Giambi. They had the other Giambi. They had long. One.
1: They had Long. Long was good. Turns I think Long's even Justice good. was on that team, right? hmm
0: Justice was on that team. You had guys, man, and he didn't like, make it uh, work. Well. Coke.
1: Coke was the closer. Oh, right.
0: Billy Koch. Yes, Billy Koch was there. Yeah. Koch,
1: Koch was the closer. Oh my man. god. Uh, yeah. Uh, they had a. They had a. They were stacked. And even a couple of years ago they made a nice little run. Um, and I think he even he even traded for some players thinking he was on, he was you know he was close but no cigar there. Yeah.
0: Um, At the end of the day it, it comes down to you know a player evaluation and if you look let's do a quick comparison when they won Sandy Alderson had no compunction about bringing in guys. You know, like he when he ran that team
1: You're talking about the eighties? Yeah, in the
0: eighties. Like he went for it, you know? Like he he brought in guys, he built teams, and he got the guys he needed. And Billy steroids. And (laughs) and steroids. But you know what? That's a product of the system. And you know, now I mean it's technology. So it's it's technology. it's It's about it's about getting an edge. And, you know, and you know, as well as I do, baseball's been about cheating. We, we, we've been on this rant it is. a couple it times. Is. And that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. My cheaters that's are going to okay. be better than your cheaters, damn it. And we root for the long term. <laughs>
1: uh, and then on the other side, we got uh, the Braves versus the Dodgers. Uh, great pitching. Great hitting. Freddie Freeman having a career year. Acu- Acuna, arguably a top five player in Major League Baseball. Uh, what would you say are the keys to victory for this series?
0: For the, key, the keys, the keys to victory for the Braves, they got to keep yeah. mashing like they just they, they don't have the horses to match up with the Dodgers. I mean, they're good pitchers, but they hey need man, it. I
1: think their ERA right now is 098, something crazy like that. It's like under, a, it's under one for the last two series,
0: yeah. But the, who they play,
1: hey man. They played some. They played some studs. They played some studs on the Marlins. Oh, they catch me a Marlin. Yeah, they caught. <laughs> I caught me a Marlin,
0: and they just caught fire at the right time. That's, that's actually the first series they've ever lost in the playoffs. Good job, Mattingly. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's amazing.
1: Seven straight series wins. That's unbelievable. They got two chips, man. It's just like you know. It, oh, they they're doing it right. They know what they're doing down there. Uh, both Florida. Both Florida teams know what they're doing. They're making the most of the situation, spending little, and they're making money. Um,
0: Absolutely. I think the keys.
1: I think the keys to the victory uh, for the Braves, at least, would they need to average at least five runs a game? They need to beat Kershaw. That is crucial. If they can show that they can beat him, it might break the straw on the other side, and the guys on that other in, in that locker room, they're going to believe we could do this and on the Dodger side they would be like oh shit they can do this. Yeah. And they got to beat up on those Dodger closers. The closer situation is a little up in the air right now with Jansen. So if whoever comes in beat them up. Make them pitch a lot. Get on base, steal, score runs. What? Well, um, that's
0: the one good thing that the Braves do have going for them. They have the young legs, they have the combination of speed and power. So they're not going to be a station to station team. Uh, guys like Acuña and Albies and even Dansby Swanson, they can run, man. And, and Ender, yeah, wasn't
1: he like an overall? He was like a top five pick. Number wasn't he? one. Yeah, he was number he was one number pick, one. right? He, I, I don't remember who drafted him, but that's the Braves aren't the people who drafted him. Arizona
0: Diamondbacks, him. going back to Dave Stewart when he was uh, a GM. And then he turned around yeah. and traded him for Tukey Toussaint and the corpse of.
1: Well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, smoke. smoke. Uh, that's because you burned the whole thing down. Yeah, and I guess if you're – so what would you say the Dodgers' keys to victory are? What do they need to do to beat the Braves? And how many games can they do it in?
0: Well, they just went through a young powerhouse team in the Padres. And, you know, they just mowed them down. So they just need <coughs> to – Motorboat <laughs> son bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they just need to keep doing what they're doing because eventually – young hitters will get aggressive. They will come out of their game plans. If they're, you know, if they're trying to be a little bit, you know, more passive in the batter's box and work the counts a little bit, just got, they're just going to have to kind of make them make mistakes. And young teams will do that if you let them. So the Dodgers need to rely on their veteran experience. And they just need to remember that they've been through this a thousand times at this point. And, and, Going back to the Tampa Bay Lightning, if we're going to go cross sports, they we have, we drew a direct comparison to them. This is their time. If not now, when? Because these guys are, you know, you're you're getting a year older. Guys are coming to free agency. They're going to want to get paid. You can't pay everybody. So oh, you, the Dodgers you,
1: can pay everybody. <laughs> the Dodgers can pay everybody. Don't don't even start with that. They can pay everybody and anybody. They'll pay whoever they want to pay. They got a conglomerate over there of financial backers. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Um, uh, but uh, speaking of the, the baseball this year, I've really liked it. I mean, I've liked the bubble concept for the playoffs. I don't think it's going to favor anybody in the next series, whether it's in the National League or in the American League. I think uh, it's gonna, you're going to get the best team is going to win.
0: Yeah, you've eliminated all variables. You've eliminated uh travel. You've eliminated all sorts, you know, you- weather. Weather we- too. I mean, in yeah, October, Southern California, October
1: in the Bronx is different than October in San yeah. Diego.
0: The <laughs> only diff the only real difference is the residual air quality from the fire since it's down in California, you know?
1: Yeah. So is that it's gonna, it's gonna impact
0: now. Yeah? It's a shame that it's happening, but is that gonna impact, you know, because we're feeling it out here in Colorado yesterday. It felt like uh somebody was smoking
1: some bacon outside but maybe somebody was smoking bacon outside maybe that's what happened over the entire state. hey man you want some bacon Applewood. <laughs> oh, apple
0: applewood oh, i'm getting hungry over here Should have cooked up some dinner. And if you're looking for a new cooking show to binge, check out As You Eat It on YouTube, hosted by me, Chef Z. I invite you into my home and show you what and how I cook when I'm off the clock as a chef instructor. You're going to learn fun recipes and creative methods to empower and inspire you in the kitchen and take it to the next level. Cook how you want to cook. Eat how you want to eat. Eat as you eat it. That's as you eat it, available only on YouTube. A-Z, you eat it. Check it out, and let's get cooking.
1: Uh, another thing going on tonight is uh, NBA Finals. Looks like LeBron is going to be able to wrap this up, which we kind of both thought would happen. Um, you know, interesting thing I saw was a lot of people in basketball are saying that if he wins this series, which it looks like he's going to, he might surpass Magic Johnson as far as, you know, one of the greatest players of all time. I was wondering what was your take on that? And is he on the Mount Rushmore of basketball for you?
0: Well, as far as Magic Johnson, he, uh, if maybe as an overall basketball player, but he still has a ways to go to eclipse Magic Johnson as a, for Laker fans, you know? They're oh, never,
1: yeah. Okay. I can see that.
0: They're never going to see him until he wins multiples. They're not going to see him in the same light because it was just like, you know, they drafted magic. They brought him in. They, you know, it's kind of the, the same way with Kareem, you know, like he's more of like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar where they brought him in and then he kind of, you know, he, <laughs> then he kind of added to his legacy. But as far as being on the Mount Rushmore of basketball, LeBron James has done things that no one has ever done before. So he's easily on there. He's got a spot. Now the the question is, which spot is he on? Is he on like the number four spot where he's gonna get kicked off? Or is he higher? For me, he I mean, for me, it's MJ on that list. You gotta go with like Bill Russell. And then the other the other two spots are are coin tosses, you know. Uh who else are you gonna put on there? You can put I mean, modern players, you're probably you would consider maybe Kobe Bryant or maybe, you know, somewhere someone else. But he's LeBron James is on there for me. But it's for me, it's it's MJ and it's Bill Russell on top just because of the amount of winning that they did. And, you know, LeBron definitely deserves to seat at the table.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, for me, I think magic is on there. Uh, just because he was able to pay, play all five positions. He was a winner. Uh, and some of the things he did with the basketball were magic, you know, uh, of course, Jordan's there, you know, you're not going to take Jordan down. Um, Bill Russell is there for me too, just because of all the championships. And yeah, I think, I think with this victory, LeBron's going to be on there. I, I do.
0: Yeah. I mean, at that point, you know to do what he's done with the multiple teams it's unparalleled and, and
1: as far as what's next for him it's whatever he wants he can call his Can shot. he can he win multiple rings there can he go back there next year and do it again when is when is father time going to catch lebron he's got a lot of tread on those tires
0: that's true but the thing is he hasn't really shown much of age man like that's pretty amazing, considering the fact that last year he had a little bit of the groin injury. Yeah, that was bad. It, it, it bugged him a little bit, so you thought maybe there was some tread on the tire issue. Then he comes out here with something to prove this season, and it looks like he's proven it, you know? But um, he will he can do it until he doesn't want to do it anymore, until he gets—like like, we've been talking about Drew Brees— Drew Brees can do it until he doesn't want to do it anymore, and it looks like he kind of doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so you know, LeBron's like, "Okay, I'm gonna make Space Jam two. I'm cool. I'm gonna have I have that show the the shop, and I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do some acting. I'm gonna do some producing, and he's really gonna move into the Hollywood role of it more so than the basketball role of it. Can he? do I think that? even
1: I think Anthony Davis can even opt out. I wonder – I mean, I don't think he would, but um, that's something to think about too. You know? Yeah.
0: But the good thing about this is that they mesh together very well. Just, you know, the last big man that LeBron really had was Big Z back in Cleveland, you know. I don't, I don't really count Chris Bosh because he was he was a tall guy, but he didn't really play
1: like Yeah, he Yeah, I four. think he had Shaq in Cleveland for a year too.
0: Yeah, but he had, like, he had Shaq on the no, downside I of his so. career, you know.
1: No, I, somebody was, you know, I saw there was an argument where they think Anthony Davis is the best teammate LeBron's ever had. I kind of disagree with that. I, I very much enjoyed the Miami Heat days with Wade and LeBron. To me, that was the best teammate he ever had. Anthony Davis may compliment LeBron's game at his age a little better, hmm. but Le- Dwayne Wade was a much better teammate to LeBron James than Anthony Davis is. Anthony Davis allows him to take a break. Like, you know, it doesn't all have to be on him. And, you know, Anthony Davis also slows the game down where, man, it was like the Monstars when they were in Miami, man.
0: Well, he's certainly a better teammate than Kyrie Irving. I think we can agree on that.
1: (laughs) That guy.
0: Yeah. For me, it's (laughs) Mo Williams. Mo Williams like, here's the ball. I'm going to go stand over here. You got
1: it. I got got my slurpee. I'm good.
0: (laughs) There was like, well... I think it's Saturday Night Live skit where it was just like they were toweling LeBron off and stuff like that. Like, yeah, we played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> oh, did you want that on Rye or did you want that on wheat?
1: Uh, another, another positive today was, well, I guess the lack of a positive. Uh, both Titans and New England players uh, tested negative today, so there are no positive tests. So if, if they test negative tomorrow, they can all go back to practice. Uh, but one of the things that's in question is how seriously the Titans were taking quarantine. Uh, there's been rumors that there was an organized practice that they thought that since they are outside, it was okay for them all to get together. That's kind of how this got spread. But, um, you know, what do you think about, you know, the ramifications of this? Like what should be the penalty if players do not adhere to the protocols? Because, Hey, listen, you keep, postponing games canceling games you're messing up the schedule you're messing up other teams like the Steelers and and the Bills their schedules are all jacked up now because they had to play teams that were quarantining so what what do you think the punishment should be
0: well I think it's in the collective bargaining agreement that they have the possibility of declaring a forfeit so that would totally jack up the situation especially if they can prove if the NFLPA can prove there was malfeasance, then, yeah. Do you, you think start... that's fair?
1: you think it's fair for them to just say, hey, you know what? You guys are forfeiting this game. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. getting a game check. You think yeah. that's okay?
0: If you guys are going to behave like assholes, we're going to treat you like assholes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like it goes so back somebody to should have told that to the Jets because I think they, uh, I think they might have did that to themselves today to get out of playing on Sunday.
0: Possibly. I mean, Adam GaSe might have called that one in. It's like, <coughs> Coach, I think I got it. I, I got, I got I got, it. I got,
1: I got the COVID. I got oh my it. god, no! You're not gonna fire a guy with COVID, are you? Kind of. I guess and you would. would you? And if they don't, if they actually, if they they're going they tested the guy again, so we'll find out tomorrow if he really has it. There seems to be an air that it might be a false uh, positive. Um, but if if they do play the game on Sunday, Joe Flacco will be under center. Poor Joe. <laughs> Poor Joe's the one that called in the COVID. He's like, <laughs> I got it. It's <laughs> I me. Can go out there.
0: It's you me. Want uh, me to did, play? It's, did I mention my neck hurting?
1: My neck hurts. My neck. My my neck hurts. You haven't been hit yet, yeah, Joe. I know it's tension.
0: <laughs> it's it's preemptive. <laughs> But yeah, I I do feel bad for Sam Darnold. He he was clearly one of the only guys trying in that game. He sprained his AC joint, and he I the story of him going up to Flacco saying, "Get your effing helmet off! I'm going back in." You know, good for you, kid. But you know, you had mono, you had the <laughs> AC joint thing. He's, had a, it, bad,
1: he's had a bad. He's out of bad. it's we talk about it almost every week now. It, He's had a bad rap and it seems to get it be getting worse. Um, You know, I was thinking that, you know, they could be one of the contenders for the Trevor Lawrence signing, but now Washington's decided to bench Dwayne Haskins. They're going to their backup this week.
0: I heard that.
1: Um, So, you know what? It could be the Redskins that could get Trevor Lawrence and that might not be so bad. Snyder would definitely trade draft picks. He did it once before; he would do it again to uh, to get that coveted quarterback. That would be very interesting.
0: The only thing that gives me pause about that is that Kyle Allen won games for Ron Rivera last year in Carolina. He's familiar oh. with the system, and he has some pretty he's got some talent around him. So he might luck into some wins,
1: you know. Oh, and- for sure. I think he's. I think he's definitely got a better. He's got a good chance. I don't. I don't want to count Dwayne Haskins out of the league yet. Uh, I know all the numbers kind of suggest that he's terrible, but I'm gonna give the kid a break. I mean, he still needs to learn how to become an NFL quarterback. It kind of reminds me of the Mark Sanchez situation, where Mark really came in way too early. He needed to he needed someone to teach him how to be an NFL quarterback. And he never got that. And I feel like Haskins hasn't gotten that yet. And I hope that he gets out of Washington because he's not going to get it there. And he gets someone that can teach him how to play quarterback in the NFL. And I think I think he, he has a chance. Um, you know but, who's
0: gonna do it? You know who's, who's gonna
1: do it? Chucky? He, no. Pete Carroll.
0: Oh yeah, I can see a, that. Year, a year or two under Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, he'll rehab his image.
1: I mean, Geno Smith looks better after his years in in uh, in Seattle. Um,
0: he, he's holding that clipboard so level now. He's strong.
1: He's strong. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you get get Trevor Lawrence. Like Trevor, if you come here, we'll let you name the team.
0: <laughs> you can. The,
1: <laughs> we'll we'll make it any team name you want, man.
0: The Washington Dabos.
1: To think about it, I think he's only lost, like, one or two games in college. And one
0: of them was the national championship. And one of them was
1: the national championship to, To Burrow. Know. Yeah. Burrow. <laughs> yeah. Who's, who actually looks, he looked real. I, I got to see him, like, a whole game for the first time this past weekend. He's good. He's oh. really, good. He's J- really Joe,
0: good. Joe Burrow is definitely going to have a future in the NFL. Uh, I mean, compared, I mean, since it's the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, you have to Taper. You have to kind of tamper your expectations a little bit. A
1: higher, a lot higher reflection in your voice. Be like, oh, he's good.
0: He's good. But (laughs) with that organization, is he going to be Boomer Esiason good? Is he going to be Andy Dalton good? Or is he going to be Carson Palmer good? Because all those guys went through that organization too. Yeah. So I mean, at some point, it's not
1: the quarterback. (laughs) I feel bad for AJ Green. It doesn't. It looks like his best days are behind him. He can't really get open. He can't Mm -hmm. catch the ball either. But one quarterback that did not look so good yesterday was a Mr. Tom Brady. Uh, Forgetting what down it was, screaming at his teammates. That's a bad look. uh, Tom Brady is one of my favorite players of all time. But you can't be cursing out your teammates like that because of personal penalties. And then you forget what down it is. Man, I don't remember you forgetting what down it was when you were in New England. You got to be accountable. Like even if you did forget the down, you you gotta make it feel you gotta you gotta make people think oh you know what that was my fault like yeah. you guys you gotta own up to it. You can't be holding people to such a high regard and not hold yourself to a higher regard. That's true. Um, and again, I don't. I mean, I watched I watched some of the game and they had Chicago on the ropes in the first quarter. It was ten nothing, and they're about to go. They were about to. They were driving downfield to score again. And then there was a fumble and it really like changed the complexity of the game. But I think a lot of, a lot of last night was kind of on the coach. I mean, it's the coach is job to keep them disciplined. There was a lot of penalties. I didn't, I still don't really agree with Bruce Arians play calling, but um, you know, you've, you, you, you know how to count to six and say, you know, you've won six titles or seven championships, whatever. Yeah. You got to know there are four downs. And if you, even if you didn't, you got to own up to it. You can't For be sure. like I forgot what down it was. Everybody knows you knew what down it was, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of coach speak after that game and you know what? That was just BS. Tom Brady, like he had a brain fart. He didn't take his people yeah. belowba. You know, you know just own up to it and say, "Man, it was on me. That I totally messed me. up." Yeah. It's but... like
1: it's like you know with we we all talk about how Drew Brees, you know, we know he's at the end and he's his arm is showing that And maybe we know Tom is getting towards the end because his mind, he's having some mind lapses. Um, Yeah. You know, in the first game, Bruce mentioned that VA mentioned that he, you know, didn't agree with some of the audibles. Tom called, didn't agree with some of the passes Tom threw. So maybe that's the part of his game. That's starting to diminish is the mental aspect of it. Because you know what? We don't know what went on in new England for the last 20 years. You know, we don't know if Josh Daniels was in his headset reminding him of the down and distance or reminding him what, you know, wh- wh- what his check down should be or, or going through progressions. We don't know what was said. And sometimes you just feel comfortable with somebody, you know, somebody you've been working with for a long time. Right now he's got Byron Leftwich calling the plays in his year. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to knock Byron Leftwich, but that's a that's a big difference, you know. And there's probably some parts that Tom after – after what, like three months in Tampa now, he's probably like, man, I know more than all you guys. Right. And, you know, you can't can't think like that. And if that's the way he's thinking, you can't. You got to go in there thinking they're all equals. We're all going to do this together. Definitely has the weapons to do it. But, yeah, he
0: absolutely has the weapons to do it. Rojo,
1: let me tell you, Rojo looked great last night. Rob Gronkowski caught a pass and got hurt. Mm. But Cameron Brait is really good. Mike Evans is Mike Evans, you know. He wasn't able to get the ball to Scotty Miller last night, but <laughs> well, and their you know, good. Their kicker's really good. Their kicker kept them in the game.
0: Yeah. Well, Ryan Suckup is a good kicker, but you know what? At some point, you, you do have to acknowledge the, the quarterback, both both sides, both quarterbacks were pressured into making mistakes, and yeah, you know the credit to them for doing that. But you look at Foles' numbers. And you look at Brady's numbers, and for Tom Brady to have almost the exact same, you know, yardage and to have almost the exact same results as Nick Foles and it not being the Super Bowl with the Philly special like that's just inexcusable. And yeah. nah,
1: now they should have walked into Chicago and stomped them out, yeah, because the but, defense was solid. Defense was solid. They 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 picked him off, I think they picked off Foles once, yeah, they might have had a couple of sacks, I think they had four sacks or so. They like they. I mean, they held them under twenty points, you you can't ask for more than that from an NFL defense these days.
0: No, absolutely, and you know what? This seems to be a bugaboo of Todd Bowles. Even with the Jets, his teams always racked up a lot of penalty yardage, a lot of dumb. Oh, really? Yeah, un- a lot of dumb, undisciplined play. So, as good as they can be, they are all- they can also play with their head up their ass.
1: Yeah, they got to be better. And I think they will be better. I just – I don't know how much time Tom has. Like, mm-hmm. if if Tom had two or three years there, I'd say, okay, yeah, next year is going to be really good. Or two years from now, they're going to go. I don't know how much time he has. So, well,
0: with Blaine Gabbert as his backup, he has as much time as he wants. <laughs>
1: Blaine Gabbert. Uh, the Browns are on a roll. I'm not talking about toilet paper either. Uh, they're doing really well. Baker, seven touchdowns, two interceptions in the season so far. It seems like this run-first option takes the pressure off little Baker, but they did put up a ton of points against the Cowboys this past weekend. But they have the Colts this weekend. Colts this weekend, I think, might have the number one defense in the league. So how do you see that one shaking out?
0: Well, honestly – the best quarterback on that team is either Landry or Beckham. (laughs) I mean, in terms of what they were able to do and how they're able to get the ball down the field, it is amazing. But um, Baker had a good game. The Cowboys stink. They have one, they have one of the worst defenses in the league, but yeah, I mean, Baker, Baker Mayfield is discovering how to play football. You run. Yeah, I think
1: he is. I think, I think he's just, (laughs) He's learning a like, you know. He was at Oklahoma where he's like running the run and shoot and throwing all over the field. But you know, he don't have the size or I don't even think arm talent to do that. No. And I think, you know, he's learn he's learning he's learning the game. He's learning the game at another level. So, you know, I know we were shitting on the Browns coach like two weeks ago, but you know, he might be stepping into he might be stepping into a, a good area. I mean, he's still gonna have to compete with the Steelers and the. And the Ravens, which is not going to be easy, but they're definitely showing that they can score. They can stop, well, they can't really stop teams. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas puts up a lot of points. They got a lot of talent, but they are losing their left tackle for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, and then the Giants come to play Dallas um, this weekend. So you, the question is, is what what's going to give way? Does the worst offense in the league win the game? Or does the worst defense in the league win the game?
0: At some point, if you're Joe Judge, I get it's a learning experience for Daniel Jones to take his licks. But you eventually have to try and win a game. Now, you have Colt McCoy there. He's a veteran. He's a steadying force. He's he's played very well when he's been in games. Maybe it's a time. They did it with Sam Darnold with the Jets. Like, dude, take a day off. We got Josh McCown. We're going to ride McCown for a little bit. Same thing with Jones. It it might just be processing a little too quickly for him right now. Give him a breather. Let him look from a different perspective and see how a professional quarterback plays.
1: So you're saying bench him? I'm saying give him a day off. Give him a blow. Give him a COVID test.
0: Give him a COVID test. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever needs to happen. You know what? Maybe he should have taken a swing at Jalen Ramsey last week. Because, I, you know, Golden Tate shouldn't be playing this weekend. Like, that was – I mean, apparently it's like Hatfields and McCoys with the Tates and the Ramseys. I don't know why. What is this drama, man?
1: Man, Ramsey put a lick on him. and and During the game, he tackled him. Oh, man. I thought they were going to fight right there. And you could tell Tate was ready. Tate was ready. Like, oh, wait till this game's over. I'm coming after you. I mean, Tate
0: <laughs> plays angry anyway. He's got that chip on his shoulder from Notre Dame. So
1: it's those Notre Dame players, man. <laughs>
0: yeah so, you know they they play they play to the whistle. They're a chippy bunch. But you know, if I, uh, it's a shame we already had a tie in the in the league this year because I would pick this game for a tie because they're both too mediocre. I just as teams. don't
1: as as bad as Dallas's defense is. I don't think the Giants could score that many points. If they had Saquon, I would say they could, but I don't think they can put it like Dallas is going to put up 40 points. There's not a doubt in my mind. They're going to score between 31 and 40 points. I don't think the Giants could do that. Giants might score 28, they might score 24. What can't I can't see scoring. You know keeping up i can't see them keeping pace especially dallas is desperate i mean this is gonna look i mean if you really think about it dallas shouldn't have any wins no I mean, they got lucky with the scrib kick or in atlanta but they should be just as bad as the giants are but the difference is is like the the dallas can score you know there's nothing to stop them from scoring you don't question their ability to score you question their ability to stop people on Giants' side, I question their ability to stop people and I question their ability to score. I question both.
0: But I have to say, as a giant fan, watching the Patrick Graham defense as opposed to the James Betcher defense, I see huge improvements just in scheme and in performance. They actually have professional football players out there. I
1: just don't know what made them think like Blake, Ma- I think it's Blake Martinez, right? That's yeah, the- Blake Martinez. What made them think he could be their Mike linebacker? Like, this guy has never – I mean, he was with Green Bay for all those years. He never stood out to me like, oh, this guy could run a defense. He's not Anthony Hitchens. He's not, uh, um, you know, any of those top-of-the-line linebackers. He's not like a high tower or – no you know, a junior sayout type. I mean, he's just the regular guy. He's like a Chase Blackburn, for crying out loud. Hey,
0: you know what? Chase Blackburn was the heart of that defense. And I th- really think that what you really – what you bring to the table with Blake Martinez is a motor and a want to. And at the end of the day, I think it's more – he's more of a coach on that just to kind of – get the young players in line and set the expectation and set the tone so that they know, Hey, we can't take plays off because this guy's not taking plays off. And I think that's where Alec Ogletree kind of kind of shit the bed.
1: Yeah. I like, I like Ogletree and I was surprised when the Rams traded him, got rid of him. I was like, what? Like this guy was like a foundation of a defense and you guys just let him go. And it's like you said, it's like, yeah, you know, this is what Ogletree is supposed to be, and he's really not.
0: Yeah. Speaking of let go, Bill O'Brien is no longer the head coach of the Houston Texans, and he's not the GM and team president anymore. So, sorry, Bill.
1: Yeah, apparently he had a fiery exchange with J.J. Watt during week three, and uh, they said after that fiery exchange, uh, he lost the team. And that could be seen in the way they played the last two games. Um, you know, I, uh, I have mixed feelings about O'Brien. I don't really like his style. I remember him when he was the offensive coordinator in New England, he used to get into it with Tom on the sidelines. Um, I remember his times with Penn state and then he left Penn state and he didn't leave on good terms, uh, in with the Houston, he kind of pushed his way and demanded that he would be the GM and, be the coach and it's just not possible it's just it's it's not it's not possible and you're not that caliber of a guy now granted in his time in houston he had good record i mean he's over 500 i think he won the division four out of seven years he drafted deshaun watson so he but he made some questionable trades um you know we talked about it in in a previous show about the hopkins thing i get why he did it but That's where, you know, you can't be a GM and a coach because you may hate this player as a coach, but as a GM, you know you gotta have this player in the team because he's one of the best players in the team. You know, your job is to, you know, accumulate the best talent, not give it away. You know? Yeah. And uh Brandon Cooks, I mean, come on. He's, this guy's not even getting targeted. He's supposed to, you know, I will Fuller. It's nice that Will Fuller is racking up all these yards and scoring these touchdowns, but that's not what Will Fuller is there for, you know. Well, uh, I, I don't know where they go from here. Um, there's not a doubt in my mind. Watson's gonna have to renegotiate his contract now because they don't have any first or second round picks for next year. Not that that matters because next year's draft's gonna suck anyway, yeah. but. You're running out of time. Like, J.J. Watt, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten hurt yet. He's probably going to get hurt this weekend. Like, you're running out of time with his talent. Um, and it's just, I hope it serves as a reminder that a coach cannot be the GM and the coach.
0: Bill Parcells once said, when he went to the Patriots, I believe, if you're going to have me cook the meal, I have to go shop for the groceries. The problem is, you need to know what to look for. And Bill O'Brien, to me, was a fine coach. I mean, he was successful. You can't argue his success. The numbers don't lie. But in terms of player evaluation, it was awful. Some of the decisions he made, head-scratching decisions, Mortgaging your future for Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills. Tra- uh, t- tra- Tunsil, Tunsil's good. He's good. Tunsil's he good, but do. is he worth? Is he worth what you gave up? Probably tra- not. trading Jadavion Clowney was that worth what you gave up?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm. I'm kind of down on Le'Veon. Um, I'm kind of. I'm kind of down on Jadavion. I thought he would be a better pro. He's. Oh, he's good. He's not great. Uh, yeah. Kenny Stills, eh, he's all right. But you
0: know? it, yeah, but in that defense with Merciless and Watt, it was more. It was a cohesive unit, and they definitely played better together. So yeah. for for me, that definitely, you know, that definitely falls on the coach. And with Romeo Cornell being the interim head coach, it's not going to change anything. Nah. And honestly, oh, one one bad no. It's going to be bad. We, we've seen this before with Romeo Cornell. He's just, he's a good coordinator. He's not a good head coach.
1: He's borderline. Excellent coordinator. Excellent. For sure. But uh, yeah, the head coaching aspects, not his strong point. Um, The good news though, is that they're in the division with the Jaguars, the Colts. Um, So they, they should be able to rack up some wins, but. I mean, you're like I said you, a year ago. They were they had the champs on the ropes, man. Yeah, now, they had the champs on the ropes. They, and uh,
0: it makes you wonder, though, if you are bringing in Romeo Cornell and you know that he's just you know he's just not the guy. And what do you go? Where do you go from here? You have no talent, no really discernible oh, it's talent.
1: Dabo. It's Dabo, man. They're going to have to go for Dabo. If you're going for Dabo, do you also go for Trevor?
0: Do you, you, since Watson's deal is already done, do you float him? Do you see what interest you get? Or if you bottom out for the number one pick, like you have a couple of interesting chips there. JJ Watts, not going to get you Anything. Whitney Merciless isn't gonna get you anything. David Johnson's not gonna get you anything. No. Makes you wonder if to rebuild that team, you may have to do something drastic. I'm not saying Yeah, I,
1: I think they're gonna they're I mean, they're gonna have to trade out. They're gonna have to trade out of their pick. They're gonna have a top, they're gonna have a top six, top seven pick. They're gonna have to trade out and get draft picks. Like you're gonna have to try to get three or four draft picks. Because you're not going to be able to do anything with the next draft. And granted, you probably shouldn't want to, you know, because you don't know what you're going to get. You're definitely stockpiling for the, the following year. Because like you said, Watson's locked up. He's not going anywhere. So you're going to have to build a young team really around him. And like I said, the good news is is the teams you're competing against aren't world beaters. You're playing the Titans. You're playing the Jaguars. You're playing the Colts like yeah. Any given Sunday, you can beat any of those teams. They're not overbearingly powerful or you can't stop them.
0: It's very true. The one guy (laughs) who's been able to make the role work of coach and GM is Belichick. And what he's good about is taking a guy that maybe has a little bit of value and turning him into a pick and then taking that pick and turning him into more picks. So do you, if you put, put your GM hat on as GMD, if you you have Whitney Merciless, you have JJ Watt, you don't know you're not going to have them much longer. Do you flip them? Do you get them? Do you send JJ Watt to the Steelers to play with his brothers? Do you send Whitney Merciless to uh, the, the Seahawks? Do you send him to you know somewhere to kind of Dallas? If, Dallas, you know. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you for the for what you did for us. We're going to
1: try and put you in a better position to win. Cause this ain't it. You could try. I just, I don't think you're going to get more than a fourth or a fifth round pick for them. They're just not, I don't think people are going to give up a lot for JJ. Watt. I mean, look at what Randy Moss went for, you know, you mm. went for a fourth round pick and a ham sandwich. Like, you know, it's just, you're not, you're not going to get the max value for them, but yeah, you could try, but it's, they're not in as bad a situation as the Jets are, but no, you know, they're you know, they're <laughs> gonna have to start over. And it sucks because you built something you built something up, you were at the peak, and and now you're in a situation where you you can't you can't even beat the the, the winless Vikings at home. It's like, come on, man. Like if he just wins that game, he has his job for another week. Everybody understood like the first couple of games are going to be hard. I mean, come on. They did have to go through murder as It really was a tough, you know, stretch for them, especially yep. even with COVID going on. But dude.
0: But if you're looking at parallels, you know, you have O'Brien and you have Dan Quinn in Atlanta. They did not leave the cupboard bare for Dan Quinn. They added, they brought in Austin Hooper. They brought in Todd Gurley They They brought in Calvin Ridley to be the number two to Julio Jones they yeah, had the it
1: hurt, and they can't win either.
0: They had a discernible plan, though. I can't yeah. tell you what Bill O'Brien's plan was, other yeah. than I don't like DeAndre Hopkins. I'm getting him out of Dodge. Right,
1: right, and that's the whole thing. Is like you gotta, you gotta think past it, and that's the problem. Is like while you're busy game planning, you're not. You don't have the time to put on your GM hat and see who's available, who's off practice squad, who can we claim, who could we bring in for a workout thinking about three years down the line, thinking about four years down the line, like the GM's job is, you know, to think about the team in a three to five year span. The head coach's job is we need to win right now. How can I win right now?
0: And that's the crazy part because you know what? You may not like Deandre Hopkins, but having Deandre Hopkins on your team opens up Will Fuller. It opens up Brandon cooks. It makes these guys
1: better players. got to put your differences aside. Like, you know, we talked about a toxic locker room, but when you're on the field, if you're producing and you're playing, who gives a shit? Like, put it aside, like you know. But at the end of the day, winning's gotta matter more. Winners win, losers lose. All right. Let's and the do Jets our get segment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went ten and four last week. I crushed it.
0: Uh, I did not have as good of a week, but. <laughs> I mean, overall, I'm picking at 61%. So I'm happy with the result, but I got to do better. Vegas
1: would like you. Vegas would like you.
0: Vegas would like me. They would take some of my money, but I would get some of it back. And I would be that guy in the sports in the sports book, just
1: living the dream. Just as long as you're not that guy who's losing all his money, the stripper in the parking lot.
0: That's afterwards.
1: (laughs) All right. So, I have the Falcons winning over the Panthers. What do you got?
0: I'm taking the Panthers, you know. I, I, <laughs> I don't believe in Dan Quinn. It might be two weeks in a row that somebody gets canned. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Arthur Blank would do that to him. And especially because all the, all the players like him. They like him. See, O'Brien lost the locker room. Yeah. So, um, I got uh, Chiefs over the Raiders.
0: We're in agreement. I'm taking the Chiefs on this one. Yeah. It should be close. The Raiders are an improved team, but the Chiefs aren't showing that they're slowing down.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I think uh, the Raiders running back. I think he's hurt. I think he's playing hurt. Um, That's going to suck because he's he's on my fantasy team. Yeah. Um, we got the Cardinals versus COVID this week. Who you got? <laughs>
0: if they play... I'm because t- they still haven't left Arizona yet.
1: They're waiting. No, they did. They did. They did left. they finally they leave? Did. They left. Um because they had to, but um, we won't find out till tomorrow if they're gonna actually play.
0: They're they're just gonna circle around LaGuardia. They're just gonna they're just gonna keep going. Like, <laughs> no,
1: it's worse. I think they fly into Newark. They stay in Newark. <laughs> they gotta stay in the swamps in Jersey.
0: Oh my god, the Marriott or the uh the Crown Plaza in East Rutherford. Oh my god. Yes, goodness. the
1: Crown Plaza.
0: But I'm taking the Cardinals. It shouldn't even I feel bad for Joe Flacco. Like he might not finish the game, but Oh yeah, yeah. he's
1: gonna get oh man. If they didn't even get to practice today. He is in for a long, long Sunday. And I got I got the Cardinals defense in fantasy, so that's gonna be great. So there you go. Uh we got the I got the Steelers over the Eagles, Battle of uh, Philadelphia.
0: The 49ers foobarred last week with the Eagles, and the Steelers aren't going to do that. They know who their quarterback is. I mean, you're not going to have Joshua Dobbs magically come into the game. So <laughs> you're, Steelers are going to handily take this one. The Eagles aren't that good.
1: I got an upset. I got the Washington football team beating the Rams. Interesting. So Kyle Allen really
0: the, he takes you uh, over. He the gets topic? it done. I just think
1: that defense is going to swarm golf. I think mm-hmm. they're going to. I think they're going to come after him.
0: Is Chase Young playing? Do we know that for for sure? Or... Uh, that's
1: a good question. I'm not sure. I think he's going to play.
0: Right. If he plays, they'll definitely put up a fight. But uh, I'm going to take the Rams. That offense is high powered, and eventually, yeah, he they... returned.
1: He, he returned to practice today. Okay, so he should play.
0: So that that should that will make it closer. But I still think the Rams eke it out.
1: Okay. Um, I got the Ravens over the Bengals.
0: No, it's not even close. The Ravens are gonna win this game. <laughs> I think
1: it's gonna be a closer game than people think. I mean, uh Lamar was hurt most of the week. Uh he only he he showed up to practice today. Um, but you know, Joe's pretty good.
0: No, I mean uh, we, yeah, yeah, Joe Burrow's a legit quarterback, absolutely. But what he has around him, not there yet.
1: Okay, we got the Bill O'Brien All-Stars versus the Jaguars. Who you got in that one?
0: Romeo, Romeo, why did you take this job? I'm taking the Jags. Minshew Jag- is okay, going to wear his jorts and take it to the, ta- to the house.
1: I think the Texans win, and I think they throw a bucket of water over Cornell for the victory.
0: <laughs> it's like that time they threw Gatorade over Marty Benson's head and he died of pneumonia.
1: That's not yeah, good. Poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. Um, I got another upset. I got the Dolphins over the 49ers.
0: I am taking the Dolphins too. After seeing what I saw last week from the Eagles, Fitzpatrick is going to have Fitzmagic and he's going to do what he does. So you do not
1: think uh, the backup quarterback is going to come into the Dolphins game?
0: No, I I don't think
1: that I think you don't uh, think it's two a time yet. It's I don't think, think it's two a time.
0: No, it's not two a time yet. I think Fitzy has probably, I mean, he's, pretty much earned until the buy, unless something catastrophic happens
1: and Fitzpatrick
0: is due for one of those games. So it could be,
1: <laughs> uh, I got the, uh, the Colts over the Browns. What do you got there?
0: I, I got the Colts too.
1: I think it's going to be a good game though. I think it's going to be a really good game.
0: It should be a good game. Uh, if Darius Leonard plays, that defense is going to swarm Baker Mayfield into making mistakes, but you know, I think Phillip Rivers is finally going to get his feet under him and take the team where it needs to go. Crazy
1: stat I saw this week. T.Y. Hilton hasn't had more than 84 yards receiving since Andrew Luck retired. Is that not crazy?
0: That's an amazing stat. Is that an amazing
1: stat? Well,
0: yeah, I'm not surprised.
1: He hasn't been that healthy either, but...
0: Yeah, but Andrew, but Andrew Luck could get him a ball though. Like Jacoby Riverset, oh, wow.
1: Brian Hoyer,
0: Philip Rivers. <laughs> like they just can't they don't have the arm that Andrew, right. uh,
1: Andrew Luck has. Right. Cause yeah, cause TY runs by people. Yeah. It's... Um I got what do you got? Cowboys versus Giants. Yes. Who you got there?
0: You know I want to say the Giants. I can't I can't do it. Like I just can't say it. The Cowboys should win this game. Like Cowboys it's...
1: will win this game. Cowboys will win this game. Um, I think last week was an aberration. I think the Seahawks beat the Vikings, but I think it's closer than people think it's going to be.
0: Russ is going to cook. Metcalf's going to catch. No shot for the Vikings.
1: Yeah. Um, another, well, I don't think this is an upset. I think the Broncos will beat the Patriots. Uh, just because of everything the Patriots are dealing with this week. And, uh, I don't know if Cam's even going to be allowed to play. Um, they, You know, because he has to go two weeks before he plays. So technically, I think their game's on Monday. So it's right around the time. So he might be able to play. But if not, it's going to be Stidham. Stidham, Uh, that's not going to work out. (laughs) Brett Rippin really showed me
0: something. Granted, he showed me something against the Jets. Um, I think that the Pats are going to rediscover that Sonny Michelle is on this team. And no he
1: they put him on ir oh no <laughs> they put him on ir he's
0: done and then james white isn't there because he's still grieving with over his parents right so let uh, me no,
1: james white is playing james, james white back. is playing he's okay grieving, but he's playing
0: okay so james white is there that is definitely a factor and rex burkhead they're gonna feed the beast man i think the pets I, I think he's i think they're gonna win this one
1: so, I'm looking it up now, and it's, it's saying they're not sure if Cam's gonna play. The Broncos are practicing as though Cam is playing, and Cam has just been taking part in Zoom meetings.
0: He's just been doing uh, Instagram photo shoots
1: pretty much. But I mean, if he could play, that'd be great. And um, it
0: wouldn't surprise me if Belichick plays it close to the vest up until kickoff, pulls a little. I uh, like
1: it. I mean, I. He's my fantasy quarterback. I can't – I won't start him unless he practices at least – he's got to practice at least one game. Little yeah, on one day. Play little he's got to practice on at least one day. One day. Um, and then the last one is the Bills versus the Titans, and I believe that game has been moved to Tuesday. The
0: When was the last time the Titans actually played a game? I'm going with the Bills on this one.
1: I think, again, it's going to be close. But, yeah, I think the Billy Goats take it home.
0: We have one more. We have the Chargers and the Saints.
1: When's that? Monday night? I think that is
0: the Sunday night game. Or is it Somebody, no, it is the Monday night game. It was the Monday one, was the night game? game? Yeah.
1: How did I miss that?
0: Chargers. Well, because we stink. have one more added, and then we have a Tuesday night football game. So the, <laughs> the schedule's all going to hell, man.
1: <laughs> I am going to take the Chargers over the Saints. The
0: San Diego Super Chargers
1: via LA. Well, oh, they're the LA Chargers. Via LA. Now.
0: I'm taking Hello, the
1: Saints.
0: LA. <laughs> I'm taking the Saints. I I really like I like Justin Herbert as a quarterback, but the Saints got to have this game. You know, Tampa Bay just lost. They can make up some they can make up some ground. They could definitely Still not
1: sure if Mike Thomas is playing.
0: Yeah, but if Alvin Kamara goes off like he's been going off, it's not going to matter. Yeah.
1: What are you making this weekend for the games?
0: That's a fantastic question, man. I made a little um thing we're we'll going to do a little Fall Sloppy Joe over a little air-fried polenta. Maybe some slaw on top. That would be a nice little meal.
1: Oh, man. That sounds delicious.
0: Oh, Definitely check out my IG, guys. You'll see how it it turns out. That's the underscore chef underscore Z.
1: Well, as always, this was great. I can't wait to see the outcome of this Yankee game. And I'm looking forward to... The Weekend in Sports.
0: So am I, man. So am I. Thank you guys for getting Faded with us. If you want to be a part of the show, email us at FaderouteMail at gmail.com. Your picks, your feedback, your comments, whatever you want to do, we can probably or maybe fit it into the show. Thanks for getting Faded with us one more time. I am Z, that is D, and we will talk to you again next week